The clouds above John Stevens' head hung over him like fat, smoky cotton balls, ready to burst at any moment. But the rain wouldn't come. Instead, the air was thick with moisture that collected on his skin until it beaded and dripped down the sides of his face in lazy streaks. Stephen stood, still and rigid at the railing, going through the details of the killings he'd come to investigate as the ferry made its way across Puget Sound, traveling from Seattle to the island of Bainbridge. The local sheriff, Stan Branson, officially called them suicides. Stevens called them killings. Nobody really knew. The facts pointed towards suicide, but the details were too similar. Even if the connections were non-existent. If it was as simple as suicide, John Stevens wouldn't be there. If things made sense, if there was a direction for the investigation to go, a suspicion to be followed up on, they wouldn't have called him in. (laughs) Nobody called in John Stevens until they were banging their head bloody against a brick wall. Seattle's concrete high-rise skyline fell away in the distance to his right as he turned to the left and faced the tree-covered island of Bainbridge. They were two completely different worlds, one an ultra-sleek modern metropolis on the cutting edge, the other a sleepy green resort destination that seemed to spring out of a simpler era. Bainbridge didn't look like a place where a serial killer would live. It looked like the kind of place that you would run to to relax and get away from the hustle and bustle of the big cities. The kind of retreat where you could escape all of your troubles. A woman walked out onto the top deck from inside the ferry, breaking his solitude. It was two in the afternoon, and most of the few people on the ferry were sitting comfortably inside, watching the journey through the ferry windows, getting a bite to eat at the restaurant, or standing next to their cars below deck. The woman had a long tan overcoat, similar to what Stevens was wearing, except she wore it over a dress and high black heels. Her long brown hair framed her thin, sculpted face and fell in blonde-tinted curls over her shoulders. She turned to look at Stevens, and as their eyes met, he saw in her surprise and dismay, maybe even fear, as she turned and walked quickly back inside. He wasn't unattractive, just unavailable. His mind was on his job. He tried not to think about the look in her eyes. Was it that obvious? The things he'd seen, the cases he'd worked, what he'd been forced to do, had wormed its way into every part of who he was.
people could see that darkness. That's why they avoided him. But it was more than that. Other things fluttering at the edge of his brain made him want to avoid being still long enough to attract attention.